You're listening to The People's Wrestling Podcast with your host, Ali Bunker. Yes, and welcome to The People's Wrestling Podcast. As you hear, obviously, I'm your host, Ali Bunker. Um, Storm Alley, as our, my nickname will be this week. Uh, very Fuck off, very Ali. <laughs> well, Aiden's introduced himself then. I'm here with Aiden Bunker. Aiden, how are you? I'm fine. I'm fine. Ooh. That was a different adjective. Ooh. Same meaning, though. <laughs> I think it's marginally better. All right. Are you all right still, though? Like, you... yeah, yeah, yeah. Not lost sight of the all right. No, just uh, try and try and something new. <laughs> try and something to go in a new direction. Uh, Matt Bumby. Change. Matt Bumby is with us. Matt, are you on the phone? How are you? I'm here. I'm good. Sorry, we. I've also got. Hold on. I've also got someone else very special. <laughs> Matt Bunker. I was going to say. Hi Matt. Hello. <laughs> Hi Matt, you're right. He's good. He's good. He's gone now. Oh. Oh. He's gone down. Oh, he's gone downstairs. Those bunkers, <sighs> eh? Never stick around. Yeah, that was like, hey. a, that was like a Paul Smackage running. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I'm never gonna say hi to people on the podcast. Brosleppers. Right. Okay. Where do we start? Um, Hell in the Cell, probably. Probably Hell in the Cell, yeah. We'll probably go with that. Um, so, Hell in the Cell was this past weekend, and actually, I'd just like to say congratulations, Ali, on probably your first, maybe. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I would like to say, fuck off, Ali, again, <laughs> for the the manner in which you got the one point lead. I'm getting a lot of unnecessary heat here. <laughs> did, did you did you think, Matt, about the the match which won Ali the predictions? Well, he always seems to get a jammy win, doesn't he? This is not true. I remember Aiden getting a particularly jammy win not long ago. Every time that he picks someone that he doesn't want to pick but because he feels he has to, they end up winning. That's not every time. <laughs> there it is. And Matt, I gave you the Miz and Maurice result anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you did? Thank you very much. So you picked AJ Styles. Yes, I did. Who clearly and tapped he out won. before... Clearly before down. the free, and he won. Actually, then that would have made us win. I yeah. know we'd have all drawn. It, it would have been a draw. Oh, that would have been a good one. No, it, it, uh, wouldn't, it wouldn't have been a draw because no, you you, right. yeah, you, you would have had one less, and we both would have had one more, so we would have overtaken you. Yeah. Yeah, so bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Who had their hand raised? Who had their hand raised at the end of the match? Samoa Joe lifted his first. Who is the, the WWE champion? Not for long. <laughs> I, if you also, if you listen to last week's episode, remember I did also say I think I'm pretty sure AJ's going to lose the match, but I've got to pick him anyway. You said he's going to get disqualified. I, said, uh, I inferred which lose meant the match. that Samoa Joe was going <laughs> to win. So I don't know why he didn't pick Samoa Joe. Because I'd already picked AJ Styles, and I almost talked myself out of it, <laughs> but I did not. Anyway. No, I should pick the Miz and Maurice. Anyway, we're giving away the fucking. If someone hasn't watched it and when they were listening for us just for the. That's a really not... stupid idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just watch it. Yeah, just watch it. It's probably better. Um, or probably not as long. Um, so, right. Hell in a Cell. Well, the kickoff show. We should mention the kickoff show. Have either of you guys watched it? Nope. 
I always forget to watch the kickoff show. You know, like when you come to watch it, I'm like, ah, shit, there's a couple of matches I've missed. Uh, It was only one, to be fair. Um, Was it? Yeah. Um, But my my first point was um, that Renault Young and Jonathan Coachman have done a job swap. (laughs) Yeah, now he's on. Coach is now on the the host of the kickoff shows, which um, he's actually quite good at. I'll give him that. Um, Not as enthusiastic as Renee Young, but professional. I kind it comes of, across very sports broadcastery. I would have assumed that they would have maybe given that to Charlie Caruso. Yeah, I think she could have maybe. Well, she's done. She that, did some of the raw talk. Rub. Um, I'll give her a rub. The bit I did see on the kickoff show was when uh, Alexa Bliss absolutely Completely shut off. down David Otunga. <laughs> David Otunga hit nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, which was funny. Um, what? Something that wasn't funny. But was just damn good. Was the tag team match that was on the kickoff show for the SmackDown tag team titles between New Day and Rusev Day? Um, if you guys haven't seen this match, you're missing out. It's a good match. I haven't seen the match. I've only seen the ending that they showed during the show. Yeah, they did. Yes. Um, but I I turned it on um, on Sunday night just as I was going to sleep. Um, you were going to sleep <laughs> on the kickoff show, and I literally turned it on on those last like 10 seconds that they showed on the replay for that match and then I thought that match should like it ended really well I'll go back and watch it so I watched it and before I went to bed and then yeah it was really good and there was a bit where Kofi I think launched himself off the top rope or over the ropes to the outside and Rusev kicked him in midair which was awesome yeah they, they showed that um, cool. yeah the match was just really good it was fra- it was fast paced I feel like it maybe could have gone like done with going for a couple, maybe three or four minutes longer. Mm, it was only just under nine minutes. Yeah, so so it was a bit of a quick match, but I think they got everything they needed to. They, they teased dissension between Rusev and Aiden English, which seems to happen every day, regardless of whether it's Rusev Day or not. <laughs> um, my, my problem was Aiden English looked like he had it all in hand. He had the accolade locked in, and Rusev, Rusev was there all. distracting him. Yeah. yeah. The fuck was he playing at? Bloody foreigners, man. Um, you wait till Brexit <laughs> um, so yeah that match New Day retained uh, Kofi Kingston with the pin on Aiden English was it um, Shining Paradise, Paradise. I was going to call it Shining Wizard there but it's not that is it not at all not at all Shining Paradise so that was the kick off show pretty solid one match um, was it an hour was... long just for one match I think so they had a lot of guff in between Um and obviously Alexa did have it and, and whatever. So um, big panel though. So there was uh, there was Jonathan Coachman, Pete Rosenberg, Rosenberg, um, Booker T, and David Otunga all on the panel. And Paige. I have I have seen a video of, of Booker T saying about the new day. You don't check, man. <laughs> he he goes twenty eighteen. He goes pardon the pun. But you can really see the evolution of the New Day lately. <laughs> oh, he was talking about evolution of women's pay-per-view. Uh, I've only seen that clip in isolation. Mm. So I was just in there, just like... Well, he wasn't talking about that, but that's what he means. I was like, what the Evolution's on the brain, obviously. Where the fuck is the pun? <laughs> I did I did see someone tweet, go, Booker T, how the fuck is that a pun? <laughs> um, anyway, right, moving on to the main show. And it started off in pretty explosive fashion. Um, with the first cell match of the evening between Jeff Hardy and Randy Orton, a feud which is built pretty nicely which, with the introduction of this new, pretty sadistic, pretty sick Randy Orton character. Or well, I say introduction, maybe more likely a return to. Um, 
this match impressed me. I wasn't expecting too much based on the fact that, what well, A, it had Randy Orton in it. Um, B, it had Jeff Hardy at 41 in it. And C, it was in a red cage. <laughs> um, but it, I was pleasantly surprised. Well, I say pleasantly. I was surprised and impressed at how good the match was and how, and, and how grabbed I was by it. I was also slightly sickened to my stomach at parts of it. <laughs> What did I you guys make of it? I thought it was going to happen with the year when you text me saying the first match, sick emoji. I was like, <laughs> okay. So I, I didn't want to spoil anything, but I, I needed to speak to someone. I had a bit of a family gathering, and I watched this with mum and dad. Uh, what? <laughs> and um, it wasn't <laughs> yeah, quite. You weren't there, Ali. It... Was Matt Bunker there? <laughs> no, he wasn't either. It wasn't quite family viewing, really. Cause, uh, <laughs> it wasn't it, pleasant family viewing, it, was it? When it got to the point when he was... And he, he kept twisting his ear with that screwdriver. I there with Mum watching that. It got to the point where I genuinely... I, would, I almost turned it off. Or like had to like just put my phone away. I'm not I, I was cringing, <clears throat> but I was fine. I was like, I was, I was fine with watching it. But it got to the point when I genuinely thought... You didn't gag is, it, are they going to... Break his ear. Are they going to tear his ear tear off? Tear his ear, yeah. I feel like that's just that's no. I, I was, I was fairly, I was the same. I was like, I was like is his ear fucking is his ear, made of rubber? Is they actually going to rip his ear? They're doing it until they rip his ear. But no, apparently not. <laughs> Thank fuck. I don't know if that's a uh, real. He, but I think that's a prosthetic ear. You can see him go whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, like if you look at, watch it closely. Uh, that that would be my first reaction. <laughs> like why, why have you got? Why are you putting this through the ear? hole in my ear? <laughs> yeah. Why do I not keep my earplugs in? <laughs> But then I did see a tweet from someone who said, so you're in a Hell in a Cell match with no DQ and you've got a screwdriver and you choose to stick it through someone's ear. Yeah, the, the ear hole <laughs> yeah. that's already there. Yeah. But, um, he, he was like twisting it. and oh. Yeah, he, he just kept kind of like... Like, twist, like spaghetti. As, as if he was... Yeah, as if he was screwing yeah. a screwdriver and he just kept screwing and screwing. Yeah. Jeez. What was yeah. the uh, the Dallas... Was it in Dallas, was it? Where was it? San Antonio. San Antonio screwdriver job. That's what it was. Um, there was plenty of... I, was there, I don't want to say spots, because I don't think this match had, obviously, aside from those, probably that one and the end, it didn't have, like, loads of spots. It just had... It just built quite well. It was so vicious. Yeah. I really enjoyed the end as well. I mean, I did, but part of me thought, oh, that was a bit... Like, why is he doing that? Randy's already off the table before he even, like, drops, but whatever. Small details. Um, but I think the match just built nicely. I mean, there was it started off with that he used the table as a surfboard, which was great, and uh, the, the, the reverse the, suplex through the ladder, the gut, yeah, that, yeah, that's what yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, and you know, the swanton on a steel chair, the belt across around the Orton's back, which just caused you know, just oh, piercing so your skin, and you could see the the cuts forming as it was happening and when he stood up you could see the blood start to trickle down which was just even more effective and, and I don't get how it happened but the, I'm pretty sure the, the swanton on the chair somehow fucked around That's Orton's the leg that took a chunk out of his leg that was horrible I don't know how we literally had close up on it and then they literally had skin hanging, hanging off of his leg his, have you seen the tweet after yeah with the way they've taken oh. it out well they've taken it out haven't they and they've put it on it looks like a thing. tampon <laughs> it looks disgusting Fair play to them. I, I, do you know, do you know what this match made me do? It, made, it gave me a whole new level of respect for Randy Orton, and I have always respected Randy Orton because he's, you know, he's obviously been a hell of an athlete for a lot of time. He's put his career on the line every time he goes out there. But the guy's like what forty? 
nearly 40. He's 38. Um, and he's a legend of the WWE already. He doesn't have to do these matches. Yeah. If I'm honest. He doesn't need to put on these types of shows. Especially, like, if it's not for a title or yeah. something. Not for the main title. Uh, and he's not putting, like, oh, like, your younger talent over or anything. It's Jeff Hardy. He's older than him. <laughs> um, I think they both just wanted one last I feel like, I feel, in like Randy, in cell match. I feel like Randy could go for another decade. At the pace he wrestles at and the kind of matches he has, I see I see no reason why he can't. But obviously not Jeff. I just <laughs> don't think he wants to. Well, I mean, that's fine. But I mean, No, no, I was talking about Randy. Like, at the, pa- the slow, kind of methodical yeah, pace no, he wrestles at. All right. Uh, whether or not he would want to, he strikes me as the kind of character at some point will be like, yeah, I don't need this anymore. But I thought he might be already like that, but uh, to put on a show like this, on a, uh, let's face it, is a B-level pay-per-view at best. Um, against Jeff Hardy, who he doesn't need to put over because he's already over. He's already forged a legendary career of himself of his own. Didn't need to do all this and like literally maybe think, well, you know what, we give Randy Orton a bit of a hard time sometimes, but fair play. And Jeff yourself. Hardy, but we never really give Jeff Hardy a bad time. So you always you have given Randy a bad time. What? You basically say he's not interesting. What did I say? Randy Orton's always been one of my favourites. Yeah, and, some, and that would be true. He isn't interesting, but now he is. I just wonder who his oh, next victim is. I'm not going to say he's what the, back yeah. to his best. I mean, because I reckon it could still be next week. He. Is the same. I think character wise, I think character wise, he's doing his best work in a long, long time. Um, in ring, I don't think his style has really ever changed, other than maybe when he was a babyface. But yeah, I, I think he's added maybe a, f- a bit more kind of, a bit more power moves over the last five years or so. Yeah, um, he's gotten like a little bit bigger, but yeah, it's historically not changed too much. Yeah. Um, so that match was good. The ending I thought was a bit questionable, but on in hindsight, I know I know why it was done because it was firstly it was different, secondly, just back is in bad shape. <laughs> it, it makes you think that that was legitimate. The referee like getting like someone get out of here now. Yeah, I don't think it was, but um, no, I don't think it was at all. But the way they did it, the referee's instant like fuck, quick, someone yeah. get him. Like, and it was well executed. It um, always makes me wonder, but like with with a dangerous sport like this especially in a match like that why do they not by default have EMTs by at ringside yeah. why do they have to come from backstage yeah and it always takes so long to get there <laughs> I know um, the ending was well you were executed. listening to that other podcast weren't you Ali that we won't mention on this <laughs> I, you I listened have, to it didn't you I did listen to it yeah um, did you hear what they were saying about someone dangling off the thing was it not John Morrison inside Elimination Chamber yeah, elimination chamber. I think Kalisto also, did it as well. Yeah, Kalisto did it in elimination chamber as well, and that's what I think they were referring to because they said they thought it was a luchador. But yeah, it was Kalisto. Um, but yeah, no, it was interesting. John Morrison came to mind as soon as I heard that. I think he might have done something similar. Yeah, he quickly scaled up the roof and then splashed on Sheamus. Yeah, that was it. Um, but yeah, it was interesting because it was new. I'd never seen anyone do it before, especially for a table in a hotel because the cell was really fucking high. Um, and I can see why they did it because Jeff Hardy's back is shot and it just allowed him to land on his front which and and it was of of all the kind of bumps I was envisaging him taking in that match it looked relatively safe yeah it was safe and he protected himself when he landed you think he landed on his sort of side side slash shoulder and arm and 
still going to hurt. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> yeah, you're never going to be able to not hurt. But it's funny. I was watching the 20 Years of Hell thing with Mick Foley, um, and he was talking about an interaction. Watch that, yeah. He was talking about an interaction he had with a fan not long ago, where it, his fan was being a bit of a, a knob to him and saying like, "Oh, um, it didn't really hurt when you fell through that table." It was like you had a table, didn't it? So yeah. that obviously broke your fall. Yeah, he was like, "It broke your fall, didn't it?" And Mick was like, "Yeah, it was a magic table." <laughs> um, but yeah, the table does break your fall a little bit. Not much. <laughs> Not that I know. I've personally been through, through one. Um, I don't know how well, much a, a single <laughs> table would. <laughs> Dub, like double stacked tables seem to slow you down severely, but I don't know how much a single table really makes much of a difference, depending on how far you're falling. But um, I like the end. I like the very end of the match with Randy demanding that the ref, like the referee, was like, "Just like back off. He's injured." And he's like, "Do your job." Yeah, just do your job. Like, like hell, he's injured. Is this fucking wrestling? Like, I'm going to pin him now. <laughs> I just stabbed him with a screwdriver. He didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that match impressed me. I thought, um, fair play both guys. Great both... way to kick off. It was a great way to kick off the, the main show. And um, the uh, the um, the calculated risk you took in picking Randy Orton and me and Matt was like, yeah, got to be Randy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which um, put us all at 2-2-2 two, two, two in the scores. It was the uh, the second longest match of the night. Do you know this match was? Yeah, by two seconds. By two seconds. Um, you can tell we've got Wikipedia open, can't you? Uh, right, the third match, well, the second match of the main card, but third of the whole evening, surprisingly for me, was the uh, SmackDown Women's Championship match between Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. The champion Charlotte Yeah, I thought it was like, quite early on. It was a bit early. Um, but, you know, I didn't, wasn't against that. Um I think Ronda versus Alexa probably should have gone on later so, like, than, than this one. So I think that was a good idea. Um, the crowd were up for this match. Let's face it, they've been hot for Becky Lynch for... A, I've been two, hot three for months. Becky Lynch for years. Um, she's on a, not hot for Becky Lynch. <laughs> she's in a great run of momentum at the minute. Obviously, this heel turn has seems to probably even uh, enhanced her momentum rather than derailed it. I'm not quite sure WWE were aiming for that. But you know, I might be doing them a disservice. Yeah, um, but they seem to have cut out and completely forgotten when she was slagging off the crowd after SummerSlam. They yeah. seem to omit that from all their packages. Yeah, it's like they because they turned the heel, then they did the immediate thing where they she slags off the crowd like you weren't there for me when I needed you. I don't care about you now. Or as Braun Strowman would say, "You all suck." <laughs> um, and then they've kind of not backtracked on it, but they've just not added to it. So it's like, okay, that was a... She, maybe we went too far hill. They don't want her to be... That was just Becky with a we'll knee-jerk reaction. Bring her back in a little bit. So that basically you're getting this. Charlotte, you can boo or cheer. And Becky, you can boo or cheer if you like. Which works in some oh, rivalries. I don't know. Smackdown seemed to... I think it seemed to uh, enhance her hillness even more. Well, yeah. I mean... Uh, but uh, Hell in a Cell, not particularly. Especially when you consider, like, the match, she didn't cheat at any point during the match, as far as I'm aware. No. She she wrestled a clean match. It started off with lots of mat wrestling. It was quite slow-paced, and then it built. Uh, and then she won clean. Like, you and know, I mean, that's, like, not, she, she that's not a heel move. She hasn't had a change of attire, change of music. Yeah. She doesn't I mean, she, she doesn't, doesn't do the bit at the start of her entrance, yeah. but the rest of it's the same. Yeah. And she kind of celebrated... In, not not in a babyface way, but she didn't like 
go around saying like i told you all like yeah. fuck you guys who just kind of said it's like as if kind of celebrated with the crowd yeah yeah i mean i think what they were trying to maybe convey was arrogance like rubbing it in charlotte's face but nobody else's i think that's maybe what the story they're trying to tell at the minute is that becky is like she's that. a heel for charlotte but she's not really a heel <laughs> like, like, yeah you, you guys are either with me or against me i don't really care i just want to kick charlotte in the face yeah <laughs> kick charlotte in the face but the the ending um i was impressed by the ending i've never seen well. it before i was gonna say i've never seen that before someone reverse spear not really reverse the spear but take the spear and then roll into, into a yeah it was kind of like a, a rolling like, it was like a power slam like a power without slam, the slam wasn't it yeah it was weird but it was, it was really yeah, I've never seen a novel idea. I've never seen that before. So yeah, congrats. Cole does sitting there like I could have won so many matches with that. <laughs> um, and Goldberg was sitting there like I could have lost so many matches with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, new SmackDown Women's Champion. What did what did you guys make of this? Loved it. I thought it was a great I love Becky Lynch, and I'm glad they've whacked the strap on her. Oh, that doesn't sound happy, right. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> Oh, dear. Uh, carry on. That wasn't the right choice of words. That was the right. Just be rocket strapped. <laughs> yeah. No. I'm glad to put the title on her. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, that's that's a uh, <laughs> probably a better way of putting it. Um, I think we're all glad that Becky Lynch is women's champion. Yeah, especially because we all picked her. That, that's true. Yeah. Um, but from well, non-selfish fuck point you, of view, I've been saying it for months. But from a non-selfish point of view, glad Becky's champion. She does deserve it, and I know it's wrestling, it's predetermined, and they choose their champions. But she has worked hard for the last two years, probably harder than any other woman. I, I think probably. I'd say so. Um, and they've actually done a good job at building a nice story for her of going on this winning streak, and then getting that big loss at SummerSlam. And then that being the final straw, like that's the perfect story for her. Yeah, she she was kind of the Dolph Ziggler for a while, when Dolph Ziggler was just the guy who was out to make others look good. Yeah, um, like he was always going to get good reaction stuff, make the other one look good, and in defeat. And then difference being, Becky Lynch had a a good and effective heel turn, whereas Ziggler turned on Kalisto and Apollo Cruz. Yeah, <laughs> but. Dolph Ziggler's not done exactly too bad for himself. Since. No, in the last few months. Yeah. He can probably owe Drew McIntyre a drink for that. <laughs> so happy happy with Becca Lynch as champion then. Yeah. I think we all are. Moving on from that then. So speaking of Dolph Ziggler, the uh, next matchup was for the Raw Tag Team Championships. And for me... What a shit match this was. For me... I'm hoping that was sarcasm. For me, this was match of the night. For me... It was one of, if not the match of the year. Mm. I can't really remember many better. I mean, I thought WWE. Fuck you two were watching. I thought it was fucking terrible. No, you didn't. I didn't. I fucking loved it. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what I was thinking when I watched this match? I was like, this match is great, but I bet Matt hates it because we've seen this match. We're going to see this too much. (laughs) No, I actually did love it. I was just thinking throughout this. um, It's so... Like, no disrespect to the B team. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it's good to have actual proper tag team championship quality matches. Yeah. These these four guys literally... 
They didn't literally tear the house down. That would be ridiculous. Um, but they they put on the show of the night. And they seem to just have great chemistry. For me, Seth and Dolph is the feud of the year so far. Yeah. yeah. I've, 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 I've I was getting a bit tired already. of it. But then you add Dean and Drew into it. And it's, you know, it's completely mixed it up. And then they're getting involved with like Roman as well. So that's adding another layer to it. And then you've got them winning the tag team championships, and they can defend it against Seth and D. And it's just like this feud between Seth and Dolph has been going on for what four months. Yeah, and it's like it, I'm not bored evolving of it now. Rather yeah, than it's that. evolving rather than getting tiresome. Yeah, which, th- well, it's how you tell a story effectively, and they're, they're two guys who you can tell are so comfortable with each other, yeah. but also so comfortable within themselves. Yeah, like they're they're both just at the top of their game right now. Yeah, and uh, for for a lot of people, myself kind of included. I didn't really see what what else there was Adolf for Ziggler to do. Yeah. Like when he did that whole um, retirement match a few years ago with Miz, Hell I thought he was going to lose. Yeah, he didn't. But it's been it's been sort of touted that he would be leaving for years now. Like every every time his contract comes to an end or comes near to yeah. an end, it's like oh he's leaving to, to go. And to it was stand only, it was only recently around kind of WrestleMania time I think where he apparently signed a new contract, which took me by surprise because I just assumed. Sound like he didn't really care for it anymore. Yeah, there's other interests. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he's he's been revolution. Um, he's been revolutionised. Would that be the right word? Revitalised. Revitalised. <laughs> uh, he's been a revolution. He's been good. A revelation. That's the word I'm looking for. Um, I think Drew McIntyre's got a lot out of him. And I think that's the case. But when I look at when I look at these two together, I don't see that. Dolph is being carried by Drew, and I don't see that no. Drew's being carried by Dolph. I think mean, they just work really well together. I like, and I, I like the story they're telling about these these two guys who have come in as like a wake up call. Um, I'd like to hear more of it. I, yeah. I I imagine that I would imagine the backstory would be that Drew gave Dolph the wake up call, and was then like, "Look, I'm gonna go into Raw." give everyone a wake up call I need someone like you a veteran of the locker room to like back me up yeah um, and I, I don't know how much of that would have come like as in when they came up with the story I don't know how much of that would have come from these guys or how much actually came from the creative team themselves but I quite like it yeah that, like, they were like look you guys are plateauing things are shit like because at, at the time the product wasn't that good mm. in comparison to how it's been the last month or so mm. um so, yeah. Not that if you uh, if you read people on Twitter that you get any sense of anything positive. It's a fucking red cage. <laughs> um, we should also mention Seth and Dean in this because obviously they played their part, the challengers. And those um, two have great. Like it's hard, it's impossible not to have for them two to have great yeah, chemistry exactly. with each other. They've teamed for so long. They've been against each other so many times. Like they just have natural chemistry. Um, but I, I I like the addition of Ambrose and McIntyre to the Rollins and Ziggler feud. I think mm. it's added new life to it, breathed new life into it. And also Dean and Drew have great chemistry all of a sudden, which, you know, from my understanding, they probably haven't really wrestled each other that many times. Yeah. Not, not if ever many. until recently. So, um, yeah, really impressed by that. Dean Ambrose, what are you making of his return so far? I kind of thought... As I was watching this match, that I tweeted about this as well. That we, ha- I don't think we've seen enough of him in ring no. since his return. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. He had a one-on-one match against Ziggler, didn't he, on Raw? Yeah, well, straight after, after, uh, after. SummerSlam. Uh, but yeah, that was I, it, really, wasn't it? I've kind of enjoyed it. He's 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 been quieter. Yeah. He's not been wacky yet. 
really. Yeah. Um, he's just looked more intimidating, and he's been a bit more of a kind of like muscle. Really. Yeah, I mean, I do you know I've always thought this about Dean Ambrose. When I watch his matches, I feel like he his moves look weak. So yeah. I'd love him to be work a bit more stiff, a bit more hard, and just you know, because he can. I'm sure. There are other wrestlers, mainly ones who've been on the indies for a long time, who you know hit hard. They work a strong style, not necessarily strong style. Um, but I feel like Dean is very WWE style now. Whereas I think he could, you know, use a bit. I think he, ha- he has up. this controlled madness. I think they kind of would label it as. Yeah. Um, which can kind of come across as just a bit soft and not lazy, but just not not quite what it's you like, see. A lot from of the time, the it feels like he's guys. going through the motions. Yeah. But this, like, with his return, I feel I'm seeing a slight bit more of aggression. More, yeah, intensity. Intensity. Intensity is probably the word I would use actually to describe his return. He's been very intense. His tongue out. His tongue is now as much. <laughs> yeah, and I think the hair helps. Yeah, definitely. Um, and they can't call him the lunatic fringe anymore, which I hated anyway. So that's yeah, good. I, it makes me laugh as well because you know when you get commentators who do the fake like. Oh, so I, I spoke to uh, yeah, Seth Rollins earlier Barton today. Saxon. Um, like no, you didn't. But <laughs> Renee was like, well. I, I slept with him last night, <laughs> and I turned up to the arena with him today. We had lunch together, and so yeah, I, I actually spoke Why to him. Why are they not mentioning this? They they, they, yeah. they kind of allude to it. Like on, on Raw, Corey said something to her. Like obviously you spoke to Dean last night. Yeah, he did say that. Like, yeah. Obviously she fucking did. Um, did you also? It would be fucking her? weird if she didn't. Did you also catch her saying that Dean wants a piece of this pie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. Oh, Renee, she'll learn. <laughs> Everything she says is under the microscope. <laughs> oh dear. The thing is, if anyone else has, if anyone else had said that, it wouldn't really matter. No. It's just because it was that this pie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Renee's pie. Mm. Anyway, uh, so Dolph and Drew actually picked up the win. Did we all predict this? No. Matt predicted Rollins and no, went, Ambrose, if I remember correctly. Brothers. Fuck's sake. <laughs> Um, but hell of a match great show from all four guys the right result in my eyes I don't know if you guys agree yeah looking on it yeah probably is the right result Um, considering they've only won them recently Um, and I didn't really want I wasn't that interested in seeing Rollins and Ambrose with the tag team titles again because they had them not long ago obviously before Ambrose's injury and especially with Rollins as IC champion yeah I don't don't think he needed that in that title so that was the right decision it doesn't mean I don't think they'll win them at some point I think they probably will. Um, what I would quite like maybe is to see Rollins drop the IC title maybe to McIntyre. I don't know if I'm interested in a double champ. But then, then Ambrose will mean, take the tag team titles off him. Like you've got this Australia show coming up, which in a, in a six-man tag, you've got Universal, mm. IC and Raw Tag Team Championships, meaning none of those three titles are being defended on this show. Unless it's defended in one match. It's not going to happen, is it? Don't know. Why not? This isn't 1999. <laughs> well, sometimes I wish it was. Other times, most of the time, I hope. It also, that not. that would guarantee a title change. It would. And what what title? And what title yeah. from the Shield goes on the line? Romans. Well, why is it not the Seth? That's for all the titles. So then, who gets what title? <laughs> I don't know. They have to sort it out amongst themselves. Because <laughs> that means that. Two of the three on the other team. Well, actually, no, one well, of maybe the... they're doing an elimination match. 
where whoever pins Seth wins his title, whoever pins Roman wins his title, and then it would be interesting. All right, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. <laughs> oh, just move on. We just don't have the IC title on the line. Uh, anyway, we'll move on from that. Great match. Another Good great match. Thanks. Followed it. AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe for the WWE Championship. Fifth on the card. No, this was a bullshit fucking ending. <laughs> Smack bang in the middle of the card, um, which is you know quite symbolic of what the WWE Championship does at the minute. It's it is very much the second string championship, which is a shame based on the quality of the match we've just seen and who's the champion. Um, but I mean, I, I, when this match gets the time it does, or it did in this part of the card, you know, you can't really go wrong. So. Um, I personally thought the ending was brilliant. <laughs> it worked well for me. Yeah, of course you fucking did. I <laughs> uh, obviously went for AJ to win, and he did. And I saw nothing controversial whatsoever. Of course you didn't. Did not. I, he was just telling. He was just patting it, uh, Samojo on the side to say, "Good job, good, good match, match, mate. I've just pinned you." <laughs> <laughs> And Until that's... we've never been in backstage. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Good job, mate. I've just pinned you. <laughs> um, and yeah, that was the long and short of it, I thought. Yeah. Um, was it better than the SummerSlam match? I think so. I think it was. Yeah, I think it was. Less. Well, the finish was, for you guys' perspective anyway, it was a bit screwy. Just as screwy as the SummerSlam one. But it wasn't as disappointing because there was a definitive winner, I guess, at the end of this. <laughs> Maybe there wasn't. Um, but no one got disqualified, which helps. No yeah, I think if they, were to, if they were to have done that again, people would have been a lot more pissed off. Yeah, because we had a lot of that with AJ Shinsuke as well. Yeah. So it would have just been that AJ keeps getting himself disqualified for no reason. And Samojo, as sort of sick and twisted as he is he ain't the type to get himself disqualified by accident or on purpose um, because he doesn't need to especially when he's fighting for a title you know because uh, he's clever that's what they they sell him as he's a clever hero but he's when not, are they going to put the title on Joe he's not impulsive like Braun but yeah uh, I mean for me I don't think they will now I'm not sure they will um, yeah I don't think they will because of the uh, Miz and Daniel you think Bryan Miz Daniel Bryan Miz thing, Daniel yeah. Bryan yeah yeah Unless Daniel Bryan wins. I'm speaking of. <laughs> Are you trying to prompt us along? Yeah, it just so happened to be the next match on the court. <laughs> well, I just wanted to say well done to AJ and Smurge for putting on a great match for the WWE title. What are you going to do? Tap him on his ribs? I'll just give him a little pat and say, well done, AJ. You just pinned him. <laughs> um, right, moving on then. So, yeah, speaking of Daniel Bryan and The Miz. The Miz and Maurice defeated Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella. In a mix I'm going to say it worst match of the night it was but it wasn't terrible it wasn't terrible it wasn't great it was a bit sloppy in parts but I mean I think we kind of all expected that it just it was a bit chaotic which is fine that's what you kind of expect um, but I don't think there was anything wrong with the match I just thought you know it's not going to live up to what we've just seen it's really easy <clears throat> to forget that Maurice used to be a wrestler because yeah, in the really two two or three matches she's had in the last year or so, she she doesn't wrestle. No, she doesn't. She doesn't do any wrestling moves. Yeah. Uh, or she, she didn't even Bella, but she didn't even hit her DDT. No. No, it's interesting. Maybe she just hasn't really got the confidence to 
I mean, well, fair play to her getting in the room five months after giving a baby. Yeah. I wouldn't even leave the house after giving five uh, to a baby giving, five months. Giving a baby. <laughs> uh, can't speak. <laughs> Who did she give it to? Anyways. I'm going to put it out there. I really don't like pre Bella. Oh, you're a Bella hater, aren't you? Yeah. Ah, wow. I mean, I don't know how you can't like pre Bella. She seems lovely. I, I think she's an all right person, <laughs> but I'm not. I'm not dissing her as a person. I just don't think she can wrestle to save her fucking life. I think she can. I think she. Can. I think she's getting a lot of unnecessary. Well, I think stick. you're both fucking wrong. So <laughs> deal with it. Well, what does Matt Bunker think? He told me that he thought Brie Bella was a load of fucking wank as well. <laughs> Who, who's who's worse, Brie or Nikki, in the ring? Brie, without a doubt. I'd agree with that. You'd agree with that, but I don't. But I don't think she's terrible in the ring. I think she's. I think she's as good, if not better, than some other women on the roster. Yeah, I think. Like when when Data you, can, Brooke, when you compare them, to, yeah, to full timers like Dana Brooke, Sarah Carmella, Hogan, Carmella, even Liv Morgan at times. Name a good matches she's ever had. Nick, I thought Nikki, but like had a had a good. Um, Brie Bella versus Stephanie McMahon. Yeah, that, I was, that was a good match. N- Nikki had a good rivalry in general with Natalia. I think Nikki's had some really good matches. Uh, I Paige. Didn't say Nikki, I said Brie. Yeah, we were talking about the Bellas in general, isn't <laughs> we? But Brie, I mean, yeah, Brie's not. She's not got a stellar singles career. Let's put it that way. And you know, I think those couple of botches, if you want to call them that, the other week haven't helped because it was her first like match back, and people. No, she was under the sort of magnifying glass then and she kind of spectacularly uh, failed a little bit um, you know what you're too nice you need to just grow up there and say she's shit I don't think she is shit if I'm honest if I'm really honest with you I don't think she's a shit wrestler I think she I think deserves credit she be- does a drop kick from the top rope I think she's better than me <laughs> yeah. she's not better than me I'll kick her off <laughs> I don't know I, was, I think she could use some work on her acting and I think she isn't the best woman on woman on the wrestler in terms of her wrestling ability woman on the wrestler <laughs> woman on the roster in terms of her wrestling ability but I think she's firmly right there in the middle of the pack I don't think she's the worst and you have to remember she has had a baby recently and it's literally what her and first she's match only back. had yeah like three four matches back so we'll give her give her a chance oh fuck off <laughs> she had a baby oh Boo hoo! Loads of women. <laughs> like who? Other than Maurice. I'm gonna buy you a Brimo t-shirt. <laughs> buy me a fucking Brimo t-shirt. Wish you had a decent match. I'll fucking wear it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm gonna hold you to that. She does a good yes lock. Oh, she does a good transition into it. Fucking yes lock. rest with you. She's shit. Well, the Miz and Maurice one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> She's better than Maurice. I didn't say she wasn't. <laughs> she's some fucking shit. I, I, I seem to remember you explicitly saying Maurice is better than Brie Bella. You did actually say that, yeah. All right, all right, I was wrong about that. <laughs> she's still shit. I think you're being overly harsh. Whatever, we'll or move on. The we Miz would two. say that The Miz is better than Daniel Bryan. Well, he seemingly is. He's beating him twice. I think The Miz is better than Daniel Bryan. Oh! You two are just like drawers. Jaws dropped to the floor. <laughs> no, I, I mean, the Miz is a better character, probably. 
I wouldn't say he's a better wrestler. I don't think anyway. We need to move on because we need to be whipping through this. Just because you've said something controversial, and now we'll just skim past it. <laughs> well, it's nothing controversial. <laughs> I'm sure there's millions of people that agree with me. I, I don't think they would. All of them. Which the what family. statement? <laughs> with, with About the, Bella, No, with the, the Miz being better than Daniel Bryan. Yeah, but that was a bit of off the cuff. <laughs> you can't quite backtrack that. now. <laughs> anyway, right, so Miz and Maurice won, which obviously leads to further rivalry between Miz and Daniel Bryan, which, well, I'm awful. Uh, anyway, moving on, the, the Raw, 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 the Raw Women's Championship match between champion Ronda Rousey and challenger Alexa Bliss. I was impressed. I've got to say, just by everybody involved, even Alicia Fox. Yeah, um, I put out on the Twitter account that I think a match like this really displays why WWE hold Alexa Bliss in such high regard. Elaborate. Because I think that she... Like, I don't think she pulled Ronda through the match or anything like that. Oh, I think Ronda, that Ronda did very well herself. I just feel like Alexa was the glue in this match. Uh she was. She, she kept everything on track. Yeah. She, she herself looked like a legit threat. She made. Do you know the problem I've got with them having Ronda as champion? Who's going to Who's beat gonna her? Who's going to beat her? Yeah, and that's. I mean, that's always the problem. Especially that's in, where we got a straight to, up fight. That's where we got to with Brock Lesnar, really, isn't it? Like, who's going to beat him? Like on their own, when obviously Roman did in the end. But I mean, I'm not really down. I'm not really down for a Ronda Rousey 500 day reign. I think. No, I'm not. Because I don't think she's that good. I mean, I think she is good. I mean, I think she... No, no, I'm not saying she's bad, but I don't think she's in the same standard as someone like Alexa Bliss. So what, she's in the same category as Brie Bella? <laughs> she's a little bit better than Brie Bella, I'll give you that. I think she is still slightly green, but she is much further along in her... Um, progression and uh, I think anybody than Brie Bella be. yeah I think so too she is better than Brie Bella yes <laughs> <laughs> um, but then let, let's not forget she is a trained fighter <laughs> also come 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 back at me when Ronda tries a suicide dive yeah <laughs> I haven't seen Ronda do a drop kick from the top rope exactly I haven't actually seen her do more than about five moves that's true um, but they're all pretty impressive to see yeah they are um Still not keen on her music, Matt? No, hate it. <laughs> it's, it's so loud in the first second when it comes on. I, I like it. I think it suits her, but whatever. Oh, yeah, I don't just like it. Um, but Ronda Rousey picked up the win, but via submission uh, with the arm bar. Very quick tap out from Alexa, but I guess you would, wouldn't you, in case you had your arm broke. Who um, is apparently yeah. injured. She now has an arm injury, legitimate arm injury. Unrelated. I'm not surprised. I would assume it's unrelated, but... I wouldn't be surprised if it happened when um, she was judo thrown. <laughs> I mean, for someone who can bend her arm like completely backwards the wrong way, I mean, what kind of damage can you do to it? Mm, I don't know. Pure uh, armbar. But yeah, I was just yeah again just pointed out the fact that Natalia is the worst wing woman in the world. She just doesn't help her in any way. <laughs> I know, obviously, she won this match, but Natalia just doesn't really do anything to help. Which is just pointless her being there, really, isn't it? I get and I get that she's her friend, and she uses backup, which she could use backup, but not backup rubbish. There was a point where when uh, Ronda went for a pin on Alexa, and then Mickey and 
Alicia pulled her out of the ring. And uh, <laughs> referee just like as, acted just as if he didn't see it and just went, Oh, she got to the ropes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, but Alexa did really well throughout this match. Great heel work. Perfect storytelling about, you know, Ronda's ribs. Just a little bit too much trash talking. She would have had her. Yeah, there's a lot of trash talking, both of them, in this match. That they like to trash talk. Um, the visual was quite funny as well, of Ronda hulking up and Alexa screaming. Well, not screaming, but being scared. Um, but I thought, yeah, the match was good. Another solid, solid match. I don't think there has been a bad match on this card. No, not at all. You might disagree, Matt, but I don't think there has. Um, you're still there. Still here. Okay. Just been, you've gone oddly quiet. Um, you haven't well, said anything controversial for at least two minutes. <laughs> so, the main event then. I guess this one would be uh, where your fury becomes evident, Matt. Fury? I liked it. You liked it? Yeah. I would have thought you'd hate it. Why? What was what to hate? Well, the, the ending. No, I thought it was actually quite a good ending. Fair enough. Um, so... Yeah, Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman in a Hell in a Cell ended in a no contest in a Hell in a Cell. The only, Don't get the, it. The only thing that pissed me off about this is I forgot a Hell in a Cell was on. <laughs> and Monday morning, I got up and went on social media and saw Brock Lesnar. I was like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> um, yeah, the beard incarnate, Brock Lesnar, um, who, yeah, made his return at Hell in a Cell briefly to rip, well, kick the door in, use it which was really impressive, to get into the ring. Yeah, I, I, I don't know why. I mean, <laughs> I don't know why he did that. I think he just fell that way and then he thought, fuck it, we're going to do it. Um, he was just very thankful that it held his weight. Um, and then, yeah, then pr- promptly beat the crap out of Braun Strowman and Roman Reigns with a table and some F5s. Um, the, ta- the bits of table looked like it really hurt. Yeah, it would it probably would hurt. Um, yeah, there's no give. This was after, I mean, so this was after the um, sort of the run-ins from Ziggler, McIntyre, Ambrose and Rollins. And if I, if I could just add anything what, to this, I think this run-in went on too long. And Braun and Roman were just what, laying there. The, the, you don't realise how big Hell in the Cell is until someone climbs and on goes top on top of, of it. it yeah. And then you're like, holy shit. It's massive. Yeah, <laughs> I... I, I tweeted that there is I don't think there's any better visual in wrestling than people fighting on top of the Hell in a Cell just, it's it just makes, so high it makes me really nervous <laughs> it, it really makes me shit my pants because I'm like that giving the, like, can you imagine being on top of that and that giving like that like it well, does so for those for these guys in particular, I, I wasn't too worried because I I didn't think like, none of these guys are gonna throw someone off the edge or anything like that. But I rem- remember last year with Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon literally for about ten minutes just watching it through my fingers, yeah. thinking that like, somebody is about to die. Gonna die. <laughs> and even when Kevin threatened to jump off the edge, oh, fuck, fuck, <laughs> I, just, I couldn't cope. Did anyone else think that Dolph Ziggler couldn't get his foot in? He couldn't. He was struggling a little bit. He was trying. He was making sure he was in line with the table when it made it look like he was struggling. I think, um, but because like I think they had to perfectly line up that spot because I don't think they've ever done two people going off the cell at the same time into two different tables, have they? Rollins and Ambrose did it a few years ago. Did they? Yeah, exact the same spot. Uh, I've not seen that before. 
Yeah. I don't like it though because it's very much. It's very contrived. It, it took too long. Like for me, like, as long as they're in the right position from the off, I would have given it. Yeah, just like, have get him have one punch each, and then have like a double headbutt or ram their heads off the cell or straight away rather than it. Like it took about sixty seconds. Yeah, and I don't really like. Why did Seth fall as well? Like. Because like, they they both hit each other. Yeah, I guess so. It seemed like Ziggler got the worst of it, and then Seth sort of threw himself off. But yeah, my um, my problem with that particular uh, spot, surprise surprise, was Michael Cole. Yeah, what, I didn't actually notice what he did. What did he do? Seth Rollins crashed and burned it uh, down. Yeah, no, yeah, that that annoyed me too. <laughs> I could just I could just. Have- here in Have my head and, and and envisage I him re- reading that off some paper. Yeah. Same way he did at I WrestleMania. I retweeted something. Did both you see it Not about sure. Michael Cole reading a reaction from when Shane went yeah, through yeah. the table? Yeah. Yeah, because it was on camera. It's shocking. You think, like, surely it's one line. Just remember it. Even remember it or just react. Or, yeah, or just, yeah, wing it. Like, I don't think he even watched yeah, I know it was. He just yeah, he was reading it, and Seth Rollins crushed and burned it down. Like fuck off, that shit. That is a rubbish, rubbish bit of commentary. I just I heard it, and then I, like my whole. I don't know when the last time this happened was when I watched wrestling, but my entire body cringed. <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't not not good, Michael Cole. Don't do that again, Mister Coulthard. Um, but yeah. The spot, I thought, the spot was good, but I thought the the running lasted too long, and Roman and Braun were, were just lying just there. lying down for like four minutes. It was probably even longer. Like, they were and also, for a long time. And I don't like, ever recall seeing Ambrose and McIntyre get down. <laughs> I don't either. They just stayed up there. Yeah. <laughs> Legend has it they're still there. <laughs> but like, that must be so awkward. Like, yeah, we're just going to lie on top of the yeah. cake. I'd just be lying there, like. Open it doesn't lift up, <laughs> and if it does, just like holding on for dear life. <laughs> I can't imagine what the Undertaker was feeling twenty years know. ago. What? Well, well, from from that video that they put the web on the website, he was literally like, "Oh, well, I'm not going anywhere." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, about going back to Roman and Braun then. So this obviously running was was part of it. Then whilst everyone was down, Brock Lesnar arrived, and you know. I was surprised. Were you surprised? Yeah. I guess oh, you weren't Matt, but... <laughs> I, I I completely forgot about Brock Lesnar's in existence by this point. <laughs> so did I. Which means they've done a good job. Um, but yeah, no, I, was, I wasn't I was expecting Brock Lesnar to arrive. When the music hit... Actually, I'll tell you what, i tell a lie. I wasn't surprised. Do you know why? Because I'd accidentally hit fast forward. Um, <laughs> the first, like, you know, the 15 second button on the network, on your app on your phone. Uh, or it might be 30 seconds and when I did it I saw Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar walking down the ring and I thought what the fuck so I rewound it and then I was like oh okay that's so, really of all the times to have pressed yeah, that button it did annoy me but it was still a surprise it annoys me like when like when you see something on Twitter or Facebook or anything like just the joy of watching it live and then something happening is like oh my god but then when you spoil it yourself yeah it's like, oh, that's not as good. The the only thing I'd seen 
previous to the show was Becky Lynch walking back up the ramp with the title. Oh, that'd be annoying, isn't it? That was a bit annoying, but that was the only thing that I spoiled for myself. I hadn't seen any so other than when I was actually watching it. But yeah, I totally forgot I had training, so I was like, "Get up, nice and early." Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> Schoolboy era, Matt. Schoolboy. 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 Anyway, Brock Lesnar destroys them both. And then we have a no finish, a no contest finish in the Hell in a Cell match. Don't get the that. main event for the Universal Championship. That bit bothered me. It did bother me a little bit. I think Roman should have just rolled over and pinned him. And also, it wasn't like... It, it was just some, some chair shots and table shots and an F5. Well, actually, didn't Brock F5 Roman on top of Brock? Yeah. So what the finish should have been, he should Braun, have stayed yeah. on top of him, the referee should have counted three. Well, to be fair, Mick Foley was blind... They should have had another referee. Yeah, they should have got another one out there. But who, to be fair, who's going to want to? What little ref's going to want to run out there while Brock's on the rampage? I'm sure, Kyoto would have done it. Little ref. <laughs> <laughs> Kyoto would have been like, mate, I've been here like thirty-five years. One of you lot can deal with this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought yeah, he F5'd him on top of him for a reason. I thought, okay, so yeah, he's done it on top, and he's going to let stay there and then pin him. It's going to retain, but it's going to be like, well, he didn't do it by himself. But no, they, he rolled off of him and then they just went, they ended the show. Apparently people in attendance were particularly pissed. And also, I, I guess that Mick probably definitely can't take bumps anymore, hence why they just pepper sprayed him. Pepper that seems to be Paul Heyman's new thing as well. Yeah. I wonder how you rig that. Like, is it just a bottle, a water bottle to wear? <laughs> Maybe. It's got to have some sort of, like, gas, like pressurised gas in it, though, to make it actually shh, rather than just go shh, shh. This is great. Great sound effects. Great audio. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know what they do with that. But that was yeah, that was the main event finish, which was a bit disappointing. But hey ho, you can't win them all. What do we make a hell of a cell overall then? Hell of a cell. Fuck. Uh, the only thing I had a problem with, and I think it's a bit of poor taste on behalf of the WWE, was that Connor Cure was. Like one of the sponsors that hell in a cell. Yeah, it's, it's like PR. It's not. Over. It's not good, is it? No, I guess not. But it's, fair, they I are doing a whole month of it, aren't they? I so. don't think anyone's made that connection before speaking to you guys tonight. <laughs> but I haven't seen anyone do that. No, I don't think I have either. Um, but yeah, it is a whole month of it, though. And uh, let's face it, the good they're doing with it much outweighs the bad of that analogy. So. My name is Connor the Crusher. <laughs> Don't will cry. Makes every time. <laughs> um, so that that legit made me cry. That. So what did we make of Hell in a Cell overall as a pay per view rating system? Still not uh, <laughs> determined, but we'll go with whatever you guys want. I was pleasantly surprised. I had very low, not very low expectations because they always put on a decent enough show. I don't know put on a bad pay per view for a while. Um. But yeah, I just it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. I was more invested in it than I thought I was going to be. So yeah, I give it a good seven point five. I'll give it a four out, out of five. Four out of five. Um, and I will give it an A minus. Nice. This pissing me off now. <laughs> Singular system. Um, I'm never going to. Abide to whatever you do, so true. you can do what you want. Matt is a renegade. Maybe we'll get Matt Bunker back on. He'll follow the rules. Um, 
But yeah, I was no, I, was, I remember you Aiden pleasantly surprised. Thought it was better than it was, and the telltale sign for me that it was a good show was that it flew by. I didn't watch it and think this, this is, is a left? drag. Like oh god, so long left. What are they going to fill this time with? I looked at my I looked at the, the, my phone and saw how long was left, and thought, fuck, this has gone really quick. And that to me is a telltale sign of how good a show is. So yeah, congrats WWE, you did good. I'll give oh, a little yeah. pat and say well done. You just pinned them. <laughs> I tell you what doesn't go quickly Raw this podcast <laughs> no yes Monday Night Raw so Raw this week came from Dallas uh, the big D is uh, Corey Gordon <laughs> <laughs> which you know has certain meanings to other people um, I mean a bit hit and miss I thought this Raw if I'm honest I mean Roman started it started it off um there was the announcement, a big announcement, I guess, from Baron Corbin about the uh, the next instalment of the Saudi Arabia um, Saudi Arabia business deal, I guess you'd call it. Crown Jewel. I don't know what bothers me. We've had Great Balls of Fire, and now we've got Crown Jewel. <laughs> what next? Like, another pay per view, and they're like. Come all in with us as we go balls deep. <laughs> like, what kind of ridiculous names are they going to come up with next? Have you, have you seen this? Apparently, they're having a best in the world tournament. Uh, yeah, it's like a World Cup sort of tournament. Yeah, um, which is, is happening because definitely interesting. There's yeah, there's a very similar tournament going on in PWG. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do without being including new talent or whatever, but. I think would they bring in new like one-off talents for a Saudi Arabia show? I don't, no, think, they I don't would. know. I think it would just be a company-wide tournament. But it's meant like I don't know if they're selling it like they're really selling it as best in the world, as in the whole the world as an actual thing, or whether they're just who's the best at W. It's like a king in a ring, isn't it? Yeah, but to them, their wrestlers are the best in the world, aren't they? So yeah, I guess so. Um, but how can you have a best in the world tournament without Kenny Omega and Okada and? Tanahashi <laughs> you just can't but it'll be good I hope um, Crown Jordan so we don't really know anything else other than the triple threat match that was announced by um, acting general manager Baron Corbin no longer constable Corbin um, was he full time? full title oh full title oh um, yeah Brock Lesnar gets his title rematch in a triple threat against Braun and Roman. I don't know why he would announce this match and then go on to make him book himself in a title yeah, match. Um, because to me, I'd be like, right, if I'm going to win the title, the last match I'd want to defend it in is a triple threat against Brock and Braun. <laughs> Brock and Braun. So, yeah. yeah, that's true. Just should have held off on that. <laughs> um, so he did obviously make a t- universal title match for later in the night. Um, he said he'd been on the phone to Steph all day trying to come up with a decision. Like, how long did it come up? I, I, as soon as Brock came to the ring, I went triple threat. Yep. Took me 30 <laughs> seconds. Triple threat. Took him all day with Steph, apparently. Yep. Um, and what else was I going to say? Needless to say, I don't think Braun was the biggest fan of the idea. <laughs> He went on a suck sort this of. Sucks. This sucks. You suck. <laughs> you I'll suck. Do my Everybody question. bloody sucks. This sucks. <laughs> terrible for the audio. Um, yeah, Braun just thinks everybody sucks. Everything sucks. Everywhere sucks. I bet he loves Kurt Angle's entrance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, you suck. suck. <laughs> <laughs> 
So yeah, that that match was made for Crown Jewels. Is it Jewels or Crown Jewels? It's a jewel. Crown Jewel in uh, the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Um, and also for later in the night between Baron is, Corbin is, and Roman Reigns. Is Crown Jewel what they call Saudi Arabia? Like the Crown Jewel of the Middle East? Or have I made that up? I, I might, feel like I've heard you that. Might have made they it do up. call it the Crown Jewel of the Middle East. Oh. Suck my balls. That's the next name of the pay-per-view. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no... Balls deep, can't wait for that one. Um, Getting DX at Crown Jewel saying, suck it. <laughs> I don't think they'd be stoned to death if they did that in Saudi Arabia. Um, Any person stoned to death would be Matt Riddle. Or any woman. Ooh, political. Ooh. Anyway, yeah, that was a good joke, actually. Well done. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, other big talking points. On Let's not go through all of it, because it was a three-hour show, and let's face it, a lot of it was pretty rubbish. Yeah. Um, the Undertaker, he made a return to Monday Night Raw. Yeah, I'm going to say it. I'm bored of this fucking... It's a uh, big hype job, isn't it, for a, fuck, for a match? It's so fucking shit, though. Like, we've seen it. You don't need to hype it up that much. I mean, I'm interested. I guess it's because it, it has to be the main event, doesn't it? I think so. I mean, yeah, because the shield, the, the universal title's not on the line, and there's no way they'll put AJ on. Don't last. They'll put AJ and Samoa on last, so I guess it would be the main. Just event. with the pure amount of hype, it's the only match that's got a story at the moment. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Well, I Probably guess AJ, AJ and over. Joe, but uh, it's so hyped for a ten-minute match. I it's only a ten-minute. Let's be honest. No, I mean. I don't want to see Undertaker wrestle anything more than a 10 minute match. I don't really want to see Undertaker wrestle again, if I'm honest. But, um, and I don't want to fucking see Kane in his corner. No, no, no. Fat Kane. And did you hear the guy called it? Waddly Kane. The guy in the crowd called it before the Undertaker said it. Said what? I had my headphones in, so that probably helped. Um, but um, Undertaker went, and Sean's not going to um, fly all the way to Australia just to sit back in the back and watch. He's going to be there by his side. And then some guy in the crowd went, why don't you just ask Kane to be in your corner? <laughs> and he went, and then my brother Kane will be in my corner. <laughs> and I was like, you called it, mate. You called it. Um, so, yeah, that was quite funny. Um, if you get a chance, go listen to that back. Um, probably won't. You probably won't. That's right. Yeah, I mean, Undertaker Triple H, we've seen it before. We won't see it again, other than this one. Um I mean, when when you've got guys like Undertaker, Triple H, and Shawn Michaels who can deliver promos and deliver a story like this from virtually nothing, let's face it, there's been no there was no reason for this match. Um, I think it just really goes to show the the difference between you know old school talent and the new school talent. The new school talent seems to have the reins on constantly, whereas the old school seem to be able to just you know rock up, Emphasis do what they want, say the what they want, and it's in 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 the instantly more interesting although not for you <laughs> no um, I think if this was, if this match was between two younger talents maybe even between the likes of I don't know John Cena or Randy Orton or whatever I mean no, no one's particularly interested in that match again but I think it would be more interesting to you but I think it's because it's the Undertaker Triple H and their ages and the fact that there's nothing on the line like, I've seen it if it was a retirement match which I guess in in essence it pretty much is, but if a loser must retire a match, then that might be more interesting. But they've just they've always stopped short of doing that with the Undertaker. Mm. I think because they don't want to cut ties. 
Um, but I think it would actually be beneficial if they did. But hey ho. I imagine Undertaker's probably going to wrestle in Saudi Arabia again. Yeah, and then he'll probably wrestle at WrestleMania. And actually, better wrestler. Till the day he dies. He better wrestle. Yeah, he better fucking be there. I don't care if he wrestles. I just want him to make an entrance and then turn back round. <laughs> yeah. I think to me, what needs to happen at WrestleMania is he needs to wrestle a match so I can see his entrance. But he also needs to go in the Hall of Fame at the same time <laughs> so I can be there <laughs> yeah. for his speech. Because uh, I will be a blithering wreck. Um, no, I think. I think he'll wrestle at WrestleMania. You know what I think they should do? Have a casket match and actually have him leave in the casket. Yeah, I mean, I don't like casket matches. I'll put it out there. I hate them. Um, So I might not be the best fan of that. But I like the ending. I like the aspect of that. So that's good. If we're honest, let's face it, the perfect ending was after he lost to Roman where he did his thing and he left. He left his hat and his gloves and his coat there and then walked off. Yeah, I, I wish he'd never done that now, seeing as he hasn't retired. Yeah. Um, you know what? I, made me you sad know for what? no Someone reason. I would like to see him go out like he did at the Royal Rumble. In 94. <laughs> yeah, or, man. Or 98. Probably 94 over 98. 94 is better. Yeah. 98 was a bit more fiery. So to speak, um, literally. The casket's on fire. The casket's on fire. <laughs> uh, Sounds more like Jim Cornette there than Jim Ross. Um, <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> anyway, moving on from that angle. So after, basically, Ronda Rousey doesn't know how things work in wrestling, so she had to ask the Bellas and Natalia how it worked, how she could go about doing an open challenge. Um, that was that weird thing at the end with Natty where she was like, um, I've got two arms, one more than I need, and then like patted Natty on the arm. I was like, what the fuck does this mean? Yeah, I Is she it. tapping out like AJ? Like, I thought she was going to say something like, one more than Alexa's got. Yeah, something like that. But it didn't make any sense to me. Anyway, she wants to do an open challenge, so she did. Natalia's music hits. Everyone's like, ooh. I, personally, it. I thought Bret Hart was answering the challenge. <laughs> Uh, I would love to see Bret Hart versus one. No, I wouldn't. I would not. Um, Bret Hart would die. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry, the thought of Bret Hart dying nearly killed me myself. Um, yeah, Natalia seemingly answers the call, and then she's dragged. Her lifeless body is dragged out. Well, she by the riot squad. she was obviously sitting in gorilla. And then fell asleep. Yeah. And the riot squad were like, "Nah, you got to go out." And she wouldn't wake up, so they just dragged her out on stage, hoping it would wake her up. Happened, you know. And then she just didn't wake up. Just didn't wake up. Um, Anyway, Ruby Wright says she's going to answer the call, um, but and then didn't didn't get the chance to. Yeah, Wanda was like, "Who wants an open challenge? I want an open challenge." Okay, I'm going to beat you all up before the open (laughs) challenge can start. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, obviously they're building towards this match between her and the Bellas and the Riot Squad hat. Is it Super Showdown this is happening? Yes. Yes, it is. Um, There's so many shows that they're advertising at the minute. As soon as like they were advertising three at once. Helena Cell Evolution and Super Showdown. And, and as soon, soon as, as one finished, goes, they added another. They're still advertising free at one time, and I can't keep up. And imagine how many hours we're going to lose of our lives watching adverts for all three of these now in the next oh. two months. You know, I feel like they've massively cocked up Evolution. So do I. There yeah. was so much hype for it at the start, and just the way they've marketed it and hyped it, it's just like I don't think anyone's interested it's, anymore. It's almost like a house show, like the way they've marketed it. But I've barely seen anything. They've put, they've, Apparently the tickets haven't sold out. They've put no real thought or advertising into it in terms of like storyline. They've just yeah. gone, oh, 
Trish is facing Alexa. Hopefully that will sell out. Yeah. Oh, Lita oh, Lita and Mickey. Um, Mickey James. Why not fucking Mickey, Mickey and Lita Trish. and Trish? Or like, Alexa and Mickey versus Trish and Lita. Yeah. That would have been better. And storyline-wise, that would make sense, because currently Alexa and Mickey are friends. Exactly. Would have made sense. Perfect sense. But hey whatever. I've said hey-ho a lot this week. Um, hey. Probably shouldn't say that while talking about the women. Oh. Um, yeah, I feel like they have missed a trip with Evolution. Like, I feel like they should just cancel it <laughs> and then do it later. <laughs> when they've got a bit more time to dedicate to it. Because it clearly is the third most important of their shows that they're advertising. And especially now that you realise that Evolution is happening on the Sunday and yeah. the Saudi Arabia show is happening on the Friday a few days later. Yeah. But they're just, in the space of one week, they're going to have an all-women show and then an all-men show. And a lot of people are making the, the observation, obviously, that WWE are going to Saudi Arabia again with this 10-year business deal where women aren't allowed to compete. And this Evolution pay-per-view is just a sweetener for the women to say, well... We're going to have an all-men's pay-per-view because we have to. So we'll give you one too. But like, they're clearly not valuing it as much as the rest. Yeah. And I mean, let, let's not forget. Did WWE have, usually have a pay-per-view in October lined up? Like an actual American one? Mm-hmm. But they're just not having that this year. Because, God forbid, they're actually going to have another one. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> I can't. I don't know what what it would have been. What's usually in October? Um, what do you think would have usually been in October? Let's have a look. So next we have Super Showdown, and then we have Evolution, and then we have Crown Jewel, and, and then we, have we have yeah War Games and Survivor Series. So what would usually be in October in a normal year? Anybody know? Well, last year I think it was TLC. Is that not in December? Vengeance? No, that was... It's, it's, it's DLC used to be in December, but I'm pretty sure last year it was October. Because that was only shortly after the S.H.I.E.L.D. reunion. And then what was in December? December was... What are we at? Um, I can't remember. doesn't matter. Let me, uh, let me have a look. Alright, well... This is awkward. It starts in 1985, so that was WrestleMania. <laughs> Keep going... <laughs> Um, 2017 in December was Clash of Champions. Oh, brilliant! Yeah, October. Classic. October was TLC. You're right. Suck in fact, dick. they had Hell in a Cell and a TLC in October last year. Yeah, because that was when they did a Raw and a SmackDown was, one every yeah, month. They had No Mercy in September. Got you. So they had a No Mercy and a Hell in a Cell. Then they had TLC. So I guess we're not getting TLC this year. Or we'll or, we're not, or we're not getting Clash of Champions. One of the two. Who knows? All I, all I know is there's, there's too many things. As long as they advertise one at a time, I don't care what pay-per-view it is. Let's have a look at the upcoming pay-per-view. TLC's in December. So we're not getting Clash <sighs> of Champions, which is fine. Um, yeah. I mean, anything else that people want to talk about? So uh, I'll, no. <laughs> I'll raise one, one point. Leo Rush. This was quite entertaining. Although he comes across quite heelish. Yeah, um, man of the hour. Man, moth. To be honest, my moment slash line of the night. Whose child is this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was brilliant. Um, I popped, yeah. I must say. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, it was quite entertaining seeing him and him and Kevin Owens 
fucking around at the top of the stage and him, him doing all his acrobatic shit just to get in a way from him. Like, I'd love to see him and Kevin Owens in a match. <laughs> get just, Kev, just Kevin seeing how fro- how far he could throw it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, at least it had, it had something different to Bobby Lashley's character. I mean, did you see when he put him on his shoulders and he, he dropped him? You can't even do oh that right. God, oh God. <laughs> yeah. It's like he was about to do the uh, Alabama slam. <laughs> Yeah, he's like he's about to do that move that uh, Drew McIntyre does. Yeah. <laughs> but it was so good that Leo Rush could just like pull himself up. Yeah. Core strength, that is. That's what that is. Um, so, yeah, I was interested by this arrangement that them two have got going on. My man. <laughs> My man. Um, <laughs> um, aside from this, Dean Ambrose versus Drew McIntyre was a good match. I was surprised to see Drew McIntyre pick up the win clean. Clean. Thought interesting. I feel like maybe Dean Ambrose could catch a break. I <laughs> just lost the night before. Um, but you know, Drew's on a roll, so that's good. Good for him. Good match. Good chemistry. Shout out to Seth and Dolph again. Shout out to Seth and Dolph, who then also had a match. Another title match. Another title match. Another great match. And great like match it was history. a different one. And it's because they were work. They were working hurt in a in you know inverted commas, but they were selling their previous injuries throughout the whole match these two guys are really great at selling especially Ziggler but Seth Rollins is underrated the only thing that bothered me throughout the entire night in regards to that was that Rondo was the only one who had like tape or anything what happened to the good old days when after a pay-per-view like Triple H would come out with a plaster across his forehead and like bandaged up well I imagine this is one of the reasons why Randy Orton wasn't in action on Smackdown (laughs) (laughs) he'd have to have bandages all over him Um, but yeah even just like just have bad. You're not injured unless you've got bandages. <laughs> it's not real unless we can see it. That's what you mean. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Um, I thought it was a good match. So these four guys keep doing what they're doing. Not getting tired of this feud anytime soon. Chad Gable beat um, Victor, was it? Yeah, it was Victor. Yeah. And Connor sort of did a little bit at the end, but no one really gave a shit. That sums up the Ascension's career so far. Uh, <laughs> Bailey defeated Dana Brooke. There was a little bit of... I liked the little tiny bit of story they were telling with Bailey. Basically, Corey was saying, she needs to be more aggressive. She needs to be like more vicious. And then she promptly kneed Dana Brooke in the Viking face. Yeah. <laughs> and then did the belly, Bailey to Bailey. And Corey was like, see, she didn't even need to do the Bailey to Bailey to win, but she wanted to. And I thought that was good. I like this little story that they... Even if it's I, I feel like that was probably just Corey off his yeah. own head. Um, the authors are paying with, with their cosplay mascot. I mean, manager Drake Maverick beat some local competitors. Didn't even know. watch this. I, I, I fast-forwarded I it. Fast-forwarded that. Fa- we fast-forwarded forwarded their entrance, and then I took it a little bit long, and then I paused just as he went into the pin. <laughs> well, unpaused just as he went into the pin. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, me too. Obviously, we've spoken about Elias and Bobby Lashley, Mickey James and Alexa Fox with Alexa, Alexa Fox, Alicia Fox with Alexa, Alexa Bliss Fox. at ringside. Uh, Lost to Ember Moon and the returning Nia Jax. Yep. So, is that everyone on our list? Oh, is it still Shelton Benjamin? We need to. Shelton Benjamin's just disappeared off just the face of the planet. So, almost everyone in in your little wanted or missing list is has has returned. Um, and and she's a a good guy again. Yep, she's she's just a face now, so that's fine. Uh, Matt, your your story of Nia Jax costing Ronda the match at Penn and Sale didn't come to fruition. No, it didn't. didn't. He didn't say cost, he just said come out after. Oh, okay. Yeah, fair enough. But that didn't happen. <laughs> when she came back and she was in the ring, 
Dad went, it's like she's gotten bigger. (laughs) (laughs) She probably has. I still don't understand why they can't call her the immovable object as opposed to the irresistible force. Yeah. Would it be insensitive? I don't I don't she's a woman. I don't understand why they they did like, it if, that, that if they if they were to put that tag on Braun Strowman it'd be fine yeah. put it on Nia Jax and you're a pig you're a bully uh, and anyway that brings us to the main event which was the championship match between Reigns and Corbin um, I don't know about you I 100% won this match knowing that Reigns was going to win but still part of my brain during the match went what if they're going to put it on Corbin's? No, I didn't have for a single <laughs> well, I mean, I did it, but throughout the whole match, I kept slipping into, are they actually, it's like when he, when he hit him with the deep six, and I thought, fuck! Um, not that he's ever the, won The match one match that. he's ever won with that move. Mm. Um, but it's just, and I thought Baron Corbin looked really good in this match. Ali got sarcoding. Fucking Mark. suspended your disbelief for a loser. But no. Hey ho, uh, Roma won. Which I imagine my crazy. shock. I imagine everybody's shock at this. Uh, but I thought it was a good match, actually. Yeah. What did I... you make of it, Matt? Have you seen it? Did you watch What's it? That? <laughs> oh my god! You're not Sorry, even I'll... listening to us. Reigns Corbin. Uh, yeah, I thought it was good actually. I thought it was pretty good. Um, obviously, at towards the end, Ziggler McIntyre come out as well. As Braun Strowman, uh, Rollins and Ambrose come out to even the odds, and Reigns, Reigns wins, and then that's the end of Raw. Um, so SmackDown, we should, we've not got long left of you, Matt. Have we? Eight minutes. SmackDown also happened. Started with the Miz, did a Miz TV, announced that him and Daniel Bryan will be competing at Super Showdown, and the winner gets to face the WWE Champion. I'm not sure when, but they will. Probably in yeah, the series, right? Must be. Yeah, I would have thought so. There, there, there are no. apparently plans from from what I, I've seen a few things on Twitter. There are plans for Survivor Series to not follow the same format as the last two years. I mean, I would, I wouldn't be against it if it did again, but I guess it would be a bit contrived, wouldn't it? If they did that, just be like, well, they're only doing it because it's Survivor yeah, Series. Yeah, and it gives them a bit of a free hit of a pay per view with them not really having to build any real stories because yeah. they could just do Raw and SmackDown. But yes, yeah, so I'm really interested to see. So I think we're, we're all in the same boat with this, where we all believe that Miz is going to win again and then go on to take the title whoa, off AJ. Whoa, 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 whoa. I have not yet agreed to that. But. I will. <laughs> but when we no, mentioned it earlier. I will. But I have not agreed to it yet. To be the case. Um, so yeah, I mean, interested to see where that one goes. Was it uh, Was it in Australia or was it in Saudi Arabia? I it was Australia. It was Australia, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah, it was, yeah. Daniel Bryan said Australia. Yes. Um, what else happened on SmackDown? <laughs> Wasn't that much, was there? Um, Kofi versus Cesaro, always a good match. Quite quick. Went quick, and Cesaro picked up the win clean. This seems to be a thing of heels winning clean. Um, it's almost as if they're credible. Not very heelish. Um, what else was there, really? I mean, AJ, AJ uh, versus Andrade. Yeah, that match was a good match. Um, in fact, a very good match. I liked. Andrade, you see how I was attacking him before the bell. I thought it was a good tactic. And I genuinely thought he was going to win. I got suckered in again. I thought he was going to win. Not that the title was on the line, but. No. Um, we also had. Also, the ending of that match, I should add. Yeah, I've, one of the I've, most creative never. ways of getting into a Styles Clash I've ever seen. That was brilliant. Yeah. I thought I thought the Kinshasa into a Styles Clash was amazing, yeah. but this was just as <laughs> good. Just, it was pinning him, and then he thought, fuck it, I'll just add insult to injury. Styles Clash. 
Uh, oh, I'm surprised he didn't give him a little tap while he pinned it. Um, but yeah, that match was great. Aiden English and Rusev. You had Aiden English with a bit of an outburst against a random employee who always seems to just be walking around. Yep. Um, this employee had a lot better night than the one that the AOP came across backstage. Or the one that him up against the wall. Or the one that Randy. Or the one that Randy caressed. You're hurting me, sir. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Why did you make him sound like an Indian butler? You're hurting me. Who hurt you? Um, Brandy Orton. Um, How many bacon rolls are you wanting, sir? <laughs> they don't do bacon over there. No, it's from Phone Jacker. Uh, uh, um, yeah, no, I've lost my train of thought now. Well done. You said bacon and now I'm hungry. Um... Aiden English shouting at that guy. Aiden English shouted at the guy backstage. Lana heard him. Went to tell Rusev, but Rusev was having none of it. I just love the way she was like, oh, <laughs> I'm telling Rusev. <laughs> yeah. I'm snitching on like, you. Shouldn't she have slapped him? Yeah. Yeah. And she didn't slap him at the end either. <laughs> Maybe she's turning on Rusev. No, probably not. They're husband so weird. Um... Yeah, and then uh, obviously Rusev versus Shinsuke Nakamura for the US title ended with Aiden English costing Rusev the match by getting on the microphone and shouting Rusev crush. And then Rusev inexplicably not doing what Aiden English told him to do. Yeah, whereas if it was Lana, he would have been like, yes, Lana, crush, yeah. yes. <laughs> um, Lana crush me, to be fair. That's true. Wouldn't we all? Um, and yeah, Rusev lost, and then Aiden English promptly beat the shit out of him with a microphone, as you do. Good, because I don't know how much longer Aiden English could carry Rusev on his back. <laughs> He's a big guy to carry. Um, no, this, I mean, I think it was about time, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'd always envisaged... The other way around. The other way around. I remember tweeting, I think just before WrestleMania, said it's going to be heartbreaking when Rusev eventually turns on I Aiden English. I thought Aiden English would have been a dynamite face, you know, like a baby face in peril. I thought he could do that role really well. Um... It'll be interesting to see how they do it with the roles reversed, because generally you have monster heel and sympathetic baby face. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Weird. Rusev, I mean, Rusev is fine as a face, as he is, because he's not really, he's not really involved in anything other than this Aiden English stuff. Um, I don't see him against someone like the size of Aiden English. Aiden English is, you know, a fairly big guy, but he's not big. He's your average size wrestler. Rusev is a big wrestler. I just find it a bit like... It's a super athlete. It's a super athlete, yes. I just find it a bit like Rusev isn't the underdog going into this. No. And it's... I guess the, the way they build that story is by having Aiden English get the better of him. I'm anticipating Aiden kind of running and hiding from him for a few weeks. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, yeah, maybe. I guess that would be the heelish thing to do. I think they should just What's have Aiden English... in matches? Uh, yeah, or well, I think they should have Aiden English just beat Rusev, like, straight up. And then have him beat him again. And then finally, Rusev can get one over Aiden English, and then you know they can move on to something else. It does wonders for Aiden English. Rusev doesn't need to win those two matches as long as he wins the feud, um, and then you know they can build from there. I do fear. And for then Aiden him. English can lose his job in about a year. Yeah, I, I do fear for him without Rusev Day, because I, 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 they put him with someone else. I, but I can't definitely would have would imagine that if it wasn't for Rusev Day, he would have been on the future endeavors list by yeah, now. I think he would have been too, unfortunately, which is a shame because he's a really good wrestler. Yeah. But yeah. Um anyway, Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch and Charlotte was Becky what they Lynch. Oh, yeah. the night and uh, you know, a, a championship celebration is not 
ever anything I look forward to watching on Raw or SmackDown. I just hate them. What about a Melibration? Even a Melibration. And the Bellibration. And a Shinsuke Nakamelibration. Whatever he would say. Um, And, yeah, just don't like them. Anyway, Becky Lynch comes out and basically calls out Charlotte Flair because she's the only one that she needs to talk to. Uh, and then basically plays the cocky, arrogant heel role pretty well. Without slagging off the crowd, it, we should add. Yeah. It was so good, though. Raise my hand. No. Put the title on me. She did the, She did a very good smug character, didn't she? She had a very good smug face. It, it was great. But she did really well. Um... And I thought Charlotte did well. Let's give Charlotte props. I know that might not be the popular thing to do at the minute because people seem to hate her all of a sudden. Um, They're in because great she is. Because she's not Becky. That's the only reason. Um, but she is a flair. Do you know what? Going off on a slight tangent, I saw a video clip the other day of what um, the, the promo that her and Sasha, one of the promos that her and Sasha Banks had where Sasha said that um, <laughs> Charlotte is Ric Flair's daughter and therefore if it wasn't for a one night stand she wouldn't even be standing here. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, that was harsh. <laughs> um, not as harsh as what Paige said to her one day but no, we'll, we'll skip over that one. Um, yeah. But this, no, this segment was good. Uh, I liked it. More heel heat for Becky even though the crowd just cheer her anyway. Um, and yeah, they get to face each other presumably probably in the main event of Evolution if, any, well, if, so. if the leaked document is anything to go by I don't know if you've seen it Matt have you? yeah you must have seen it yeah yeah um, so yeah there was a leak of a potential match card which seems pretty plausible given the state of the stories so far so we'll see where that goes um, did I send it in right the well I've got to go did, yeah. so. well that was Smackdown um, so Matt, we'll, write, we'll wrap it up now, right now, right here, right now. Um, right now. <laughs> so yes, thank you for joining us on the P- People's Wrestling Podcast this week. Um, Nikki and Ronda's the main event. By the Nikki way. and Ronda. Mm. Anyway, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at the underscore PWP and on Instagram at the underscore PWP. And Matt, where can they find you on Twitter? At the Bear and Bumby. Matt Bunker, where can they find you? At the bear in Bumby. <laughs> uh, and Aiden, where can people find you on the Twitter? At Aiden Bunker. And you can find me at Ali Bunker eighty eight. Uh, so thank you very much for joining us in what's been a little bit of a rushed SmackDown and Raw recap, but we focused on Henderson and the light that. Uh, we'll see what we can do next week. We might not even do one next week. I need to talk to you guys about that. Um, see oh. where we see where we um, go with that one. Um, yeah, looking forward to the multitude of pay-per-views we've got coming up. So, yeah, thank you for joining us. And we may or may not see you next week.